Welcome to the Fearless Launching Show. Today's episode, well, I almost re-recorded it, put this in another spot in my editorial calendar, and then I realized, why not just keep it? Because, you know, great minds think alike. That's how what I always say when I see somebody else put out something almost at the same time as I was planning to. So I'm going to leave you a link to another resource that is related to this episode in the show notes. So if you want to know what that resource is, you have to head over to ansamoylove.com, check out the show notes and check out this other resource, especially if you're making the decision I'm going to talk about today. Hey, so today I wanted to talk about three reasons I switched to Infusionsoft and five reasons I've stayed here. Um, And then we're going to do a little bit of the kind of pros and cons at the end. So the reason why I'm even doing this episode is because I have received this question a lot over the past few years. Um, Pretty much no month or, yeah, no month goes by where I don't at least get a few questions about Infusionsoft, why I use it. Is it, is it working in quotes for me? And so let's dive into kind of like my history with Infusionsoft, and you can decide if it's right for you or not. Um, but I will say that I am still using it. So, uh, and I am, I am one of their referral partners. So if you sign up or at least sign up to see the demo of Infusionsoft, um, they will count me as the person who sent you in their direction. So just total FYI there. Okay. So first of all, let's talk about why I switched to Infusionsoft. So to kind of paint the picture of where I was at the time, I was working with Laura Roeder and probably I was in year, I want to say year two, somewhere in the middle of year two, I realized that I was just tired. I was like, I was using it all day long when I was working with her. I was pretty much self-taught on using it. I started just by learning how to load the newsletter, the dash, if we needed it. I was kind of like the backup if Myrene, our gal in the Philippines, um, if she hadn't been able to do it or if Laura didn't write it on time. And so I was definitely very self-taught and I was using it for a very long time. So that would have been, I guess, 2011 or so. Um, but myself, I was using AWeber in my own business. So I was building my list on AWeber. Prior to that, I was using a very, um, I guess, proprietary fitness list building software when I was teaching Pilates, but I switched over to AWeber because I just felt like that was like the next step for me. So it's interesting, but around that year and a half mark is also where Laura and I started really digging into the systems of the business. And because we were doing that, in my head, I was like, how do we consolidate? How do we make things easier? How do we make things kind of streamlined so we're not jumping all over the place? And so as part of that systematization, oh my goodness, the systemizing, (laughs) I can't even say the word, systematization. Okay. You'll, you guys will have to tell me which is the correct word. But regardless, what was going on with LKR, I started just kind of applying across the board to my own business as well. And I just wanted to consolidate the systems in my head because I would be working 
a bunch in Infusionsoft and then go back to AWeber and be like, darn it, why can't I do that? And that's actually my number two reason why I switched. And it's because of the tags. One word, tags, people. Tags are things that you can apply to people as they take action or as they do specific things. They click on links. They open emails. You can apply tags for almost everything that you might want to apply tags for. So if you think about a tag, you can probably apply it. With AWeber, I was just getting really frustrated with having all these lists, like these lists, lists, lists. And sure, you could email and exclude and include certain lists, but I never felt like I had a really clear um, way. It just didn't feel, it felt very clunky to me. So really being able to just mark people based on their behavior was really something I got addicted to. I literally started wanting to tag everything. Even though we ended up not using a lot of those tags, it was always just a a just-in-case. Okay, let's make a tag when people click on this book link because maybe that means that they're interested in this topic. Or let's make a tag or let's let's create – actually, what was really great was being able to create action. So it was with Laura way back when, when we would start putting – Uh, If we were launching something, if we were promoting a webinar, whatever the case was, we would always put the the kind of disclaimer at the bottom of the email. I know you've seen them now because more people are using this, but basically we would put a link saying, if you don't want to hear any more about creating fame, backstage pass to Twitter, whatever the case was, whatever it was, um, basically that allowed us to remove them also from the list, but not lose them as subscribers. So I just loved being able to customize a subscriber's experience. I loved it. And I felt like this is the other thing too related to it. Number three is, is that I never really had a clear list number. Even when I deleted all the unsubscribes, in AWeber, I never felt like I had a handle on how many subscribers. But I mean, now I realize that maybe that does or doesn't matter in some ways because you can look at your emails that you're sending. You can see how many emails are going out. And with that, you do have an accurate look. But I just didn't like that. I didn't have a dashboard when I opened that said this many subscribers. And I could just know right off the bat. So so definitely those were like the three main reasons why I moved. Also, I just loved the fact that I could do everything in the same place. And that actually moves me why I've stayed. So so why I've stayed in inf- using Infusionsoft are pretty simple too. Number one, everything's under one roof. Nothing is perfect. No system is foolproof perfect. And I may decide to use some other plugins or software at some point. But right now, the affiliate program, payment processing, all my reporting, managing contacts, um, emails, sending emails, sending newsletters, making sales pages, making order forms, that's all under one roof for me. And I like going to one place. Number two, the... The great thing about Infusionsoft, again, it it still allows me to use one system, 
but also allows me to branch out if I want to. So, and there are tons of developed kind of add-ons, which if you know Natalie Lussier, she has, um, God, I don't even know what it's called, Infusion Ally. But basically, it's it's a membership plugin for Infusionsoft, which is insane. It probably is going to be my next purchase just because we I used uh, WP something or Engine, not WP Engine, something else that we used with Laura with our membership programs because it does a different type. It's a little bit different than a wishlist member or something like that. So um, I just love that I have the ability to jump out if I want to, and I can still use it if I want to. Like I, I don't have to worry about finding a way to integrate it with GoToWebinar. I can do that in lead pages, of course, but I can also use, there's like a few other free things that allow you to create this special link that adds people to your email marketing provider and allows you to them to be automatically added to the webinar. Now, tags are the third reason why I stay. So tags have become even more important to me as I've learned how to do certain types of emailing and segmenting of people. Now, it's not perfect. My system definitely needs to be clean, but I stay because of those tags really. And that's, that's actually on my to-do list to clean up um, in the next month or so. Um, number four, another reason why I've stayed are the campaigns. Now, campaigns are basically their follow-up sequences on steroids. They allow you to set up a kind of like a mini sequence and actually track the effectiveness of it. So you set up your sequence of emails just like you normally would if you had a follow-up sequence. And then at the very end, you create a, you know, this campaign will be a success when someone, let's say, purchases a specific product or any product or whatever. So you kind of do whatever the goal of that sequence is. It really helps me stay in that mode of, well, what is this sequence for? What are we doing with this? Where is this headed? Is this a is this something that is just to um, build trust and build a relationship? Or am I actually leading to some sort of sales message? So I love the campaigns. Sometimes things funk up. Funk. I said F-U-N-K, by the way. So um, we'll talk about that in just a second. But the, the fifth reason, and this might actually surprise some of you because I know not everybody has a great experience with this, but I actually love their customer service. I feel like I have gotten my got my training in full. And I know that because I figured out how to ask them the right questions. And then what happens is I get on the call and this just happened two weeks ago when I had a question about why an email wasn't delivered, whatever was happening. And, and so we were kind of going through it together back and forth on, on like something. And he was showing me something I was, I was answering. And finally, I'm the one who eventually came up with the the solution and why it didn't work. And he was like, wow, you know a lot about Infusionsoft. You should work here instead of me. And I was so, I was actually nerdy beyond belief. I was like, yeah, thinking to myself, yeah, I probably should. Um, but that just is the way that my brain goes is that I'm a problem solver. So uh, working with a customer service though has been great because not only have have I been able to take advantage of 
some kind of insider peeps that I've met, but also I I'm just have no problem getting the answers that I need, providing I ask the correct question. So if you are, you know, I can't, I'm not going to tell, this is not a why you should join Infusionsoft podcast. What I will say is there are some downsides, even though I love, love, love my Infusionsoft I did go through a period of time where I was every single month, I'm like, is it worth 200 bucks a month? Is it worth it? And when I think about what I've gained knowledge-wise and profit-wise, I say yes. So even that, though, there have been downsides even as, even as recently as this week. So some of those downsides are random glitches um, in emails not getting sent sending out multiple emails, but I really honestly think those are experienced in most systems. So I don't want to say that any one system is better than the other. I know sometimes email marketing providers have better deliverability and sometimes they don't. So what I try to do to kind of like help my own deliverability is that there are a few resources that they have about what you should do with your list to ensure that it stays as clean as possible. One of those things, for instance, is deleting any hard bounces. And believe it or not, even customers get hard bounces and then they don't hear about their service. So keep your email accurate or you may be hard bounced and never delivered to again. The next downside. And this is a downside, especially if you're just starting out and you're like, man, I want some tags. And that is that there's a cost to play and it is not small, that there's a training that you have to pay for right off the bat. I think it's like a thousand bucks. And then it's like 217 or so dollars a month. Um, and that was because I got a deal. I got in under, under a special deal. I don't think that's always available. So yeah, the cost of play is not small. And so you just have to decide, is it worth it for you? Having that there though, and having all the services that I pay for help me know how much, well, you got to cover your operating costs, Anne, at the very least, even if you don't launch or sell anything. But of course, I usually don't have to deal with that issue. But even so, the cost to play is not small. And so I don't think you should necessarily jump over there unless you have several thousand people. You've, you know, you've got some sort of established audience and, you know, because I feel like you can, you can put a bunch of different systems together for very low dollar amount instead of paying for, uh, the Infusionsoft, you know, experience. Um, and then number three, the learning curve. I talk about things in Infusionsoft now. Like I just told you that the the customer service told me that I knew more than them. But let me just tell you that learning curve was very steep. And in fact, I I I was, you know, I I was I was in quotes playing with it for a year and a half before I even started to consider getting it myself. And I had another person to support me who was more of an expert. So the learning curve is steep and they do call it confusion soft, but honestly, it's not, if once you learn how it works and you learn where everything is, you learn how to ask the right questions 
A, their documentation is great. They have lots of training materials. They have great customer service as far as I'm concerned. And it's not impossible. So, and there are people out there you can hire to help you with those bigger costs. So, um, support is fairly easy to find unless of course you have some sort of really custom setup. But, you know, if you've got the money to invest and you can invest in a proper setup, I would absolutely consider it. However, if you're just getting started, you kind of don't need it. And I know a lot of people, I found out that a few different people that I was like, really, you need that? But you kind of don't need it until you're further along. And it doesn't make you necessarily more pro, though I will say that once I got it, I was like, yeah, I'm a pro. You know, I felt a little bit more professional but it doesn't make me more pro. I mean, I think about other people that I know, way more established entrepreneurs and business owners who are using Constant Contact and AWeber and MailChimp. And they, those, I mean, all of those services have their value and have have workarounds for the stuff that I'm talking about. So hopefully that was helpful today. This week I'm thinking all about my tools and Infusionsoft and kind of renewing my gratitude for that for that platform, you know, so that it can continue serving me and helping me grow my business. Um, if you're curious, if you have any questions at all about Infusionsoft, definitely uh, hit me up in the comments below or you can always email Anne at AnnSamoyLove.com. And we're wrapping up because it's time to wrap up, right? If you want to know more about the tools you should use for your next launch or wait a second, I've got a free launch course. If you haven't signed up for it yet, you got to head over there now to freelaunchcourse.com and you'll get a free sample week inside my launch to-do list program called the launch walkthrough. So head over there, check that out, freelaunchcourse.com. And then of course, just head over to ansamoylove.com and you're going to find lots of other free resources because my goal is to get you to launch. It's got nothing to do with fear really, or being fearless. It's being prepared, having a plan, having a roadmap, and I'm here to give that to you. So have a great one. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and I will speak to you next week. Take care.